0: Frederick's header has actually helped Ronaldo. And Manchester United swarming forward now. It's Martial for Cavani!
1: Welcome back everyone, it's January 26th, first Pod for the year, let's get it. My name is Benny, and with me as always is the man himself, Joey B, what up bro? (laughs) What up my dude? Dude, it's been forever, (laughs) we are back again, I I feel like we've said that so many times, but
2: whoo, here we go. We had a company break for over three months. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Nothing happened between us.
1: Nothing happened between us. We just legit took like, you know, a three-month vacation.
2: (laughs) Yeah. When you're you're the head of your own company, you can do that. And that's what we did. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man. Um, Oh,
1: yeah. So glad to be back, man.
2: Yeah, dude, get the cobwebs off, you might hear a stutter, we might mess up, um, <laughs> but we're going to have some fun today, man, I'm telling you what, we're going to have some fucking fun today because we have so much to catch on, uh, we have a lot to a lot to talk about, man, it's just going to be a fun episode, uh, we're happy to be back, um, as always, we will promise consistency, but we never know what's going <laughs> to happen, <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> Keep everybody on their toes. I know, right? Yeah. The juice is going to be flowing. It's There's been a lot of juice to squeeze Joe from the Premier League, La Liga. Mm.
0: USMNT
1: is back this week. We have so much drama caused with uh, the transfer rumors. Everybody needs yeah. a signing Joe. Everybody, everybody could use that one player to take them to the next not level. Enough. I know I need a signing for my team in FIFA Joe. I'm not talking about Man United.
0: Oh, I'm talking about my okay, ultimate perfect. team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need a big one, Joey. I need a big one. I know you got Mbappe. You packed him, you son. Of a bitch. And um, yes, I <laughs> can't believe it, bro. First owner Mbappe. couldn't happen to a better person. Though you're an Mbappe fan. Real Madrid's coming. He's coming to you in a, a In a, a theater prophecy. near you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was absolutely. awesome. And just to clarify that, in case you play FIFA, that's his rare gold, not his uh, team of the year. That's coming this Saturday. So just <laughs> oh shit! Oh, he's
1: he's calling it. He's calling it already. All right, that would be insane. <laughs> as every yeah. show we start with, Joey, we're gonna start with. Mm-hmm. In case you missed it, oh, I missed yes. this man. I missed this so much. I'm gonna go ahead and kickstart it, my friend. And uh, yeah. in case you missed it, as as we uh, as we just mentioned, the team of the year. Was released, dude. I, the the balloon d'Or came out. <laughs> they had their thing, right? Then the FIFA Pro, the FIFA okay. Pro okay. thing. They did their 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 top eleven voted by the pros. Did you see that too? Like everyone's did, got yep. their own thing now. So FIFA yeah. has their own Team of the Year, which is voted by the FIFA community, and of course, everyone's got different vote, right? Everyone's got their debate, and this was what caused a huge stir in the the community, but. Jamie Carragher had a hilarious take on Monday Night Football, and I want to play the little clip for you and what Messi called him for, for basically uh, snubbing him. Take a look.
3: No, no Messi. I mean, we had that debate the start of the season, didn't we, Ronaldo or Messi? I was, I was the Messi, man. He was Ronaldo. But unfortunately, even though he's… Uh, he's not happy with you, Messi, is he? No, he's not happy with me at all. Why? Yeah. I had a little pop at Ronaldo in this season. Didn't think it was a great sign of for United. And then I, I said the example of Messi. I didn't think Messi's a great sign of for PSG. And I've always really, you know... It was loved on him. Monday Night Football, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on Monday Night Football. And uh, I got a private message on uh, Instagram. From the man himself? From the man himself. I, I, I will not be showing private messages, but he basically called me a donkey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so he so, watches Lee, his football then, you know? He, he watches Monday Night Football. So hopefully he's watching Friday Night Football as well because Lionel, I absolutely love you. The greatest player of all time and compared to you i was a donkey you know i accept that but you're not getting this team you haven't played well enough even if you did win the uh, the copper america in the summer it's not enough to leave my man uh mo salah out I, the team. no
1: <laughs>
3: i just want to wow. hear i just i wish it was like a
1: audio <laughs> transcript of him calling him a donkey you know <laughs> i wish that was leaked and i want to hear that oh yeah that. every day yeah i would put that as my ringtone I would love to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, what do you, what do you uh, think I would did, see that. Uh...
2: And this is, dude, yeah. So, I mean, this, I think it's for someone who's in punditry, right? We, he gets paid for his opinion. I think it's just crazy that he can mention this about Messi and Ronaldo because uh, if you look at Messi's performance for PSG, he's in a different role than he was on Barcelona. Completely different role, right? So Barcelona, he had to score goals because there was no one else that could do it uh when suarez when he lost sort of that core that amazing team with neymar um so he was the guy he was in in the spotlight but for psg now he's on a completely different role and he's there with assists and performances if you watch him play okay the numbers don't match the barcelona numbers but look at the team that he's in he doesn't need to produce those same numbers he's got neymar he's got mbappe um to take shots at him um like that and say, oh he's you know psg is not going to win the champions league now messi's not the same player anymore he's having trouble transitioning to the league not at all man he's transitioned in, into a different role um, and the same could be said of Ronaldo. Ronaldo had a built team around him in Juventus with experienced winners. Uh, and now he's taking on a much more difficult role in United. And I think it's so easy to point the finger at him and say, oh, this is why Man United, you know, aren't, aren't getting the results. It's Ronaldo. He's the new guy. He's the change variable. But all I have to say, it'd be a lot worse for both those two teams without those players. Um, and it also comes down to the management to implement those players to perform well. If you can't do it with two of the best players of all time, I don't care. Uh, you're doing something wrong. So, Jamie Carricker is absolutely a donkey. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Factos. Uh, yeah, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, 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 that's an easy answer, what he did. And he did it for the attention, I'm sure. Yeah. I, really feel, I, I really don't feel like he believes that himself either. And
1: uh, for the confirmation, Messi did get in Team of the Year, obviously. We, we know that now. Right. And he did win the Ballon d'Or. We know that. And right. uh, Mo Salah is, is – there's a vote now. There's a community vote between who's going to get the 12th man, and that's going to be released Saturday or Friday, right? I believe, for FIFA. I'm talking about FIFA Ultimate Team. And so right. the vote goes uh, Benzema, Salah, or Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, who did you slot yeah. in your vote? Joey, go.
2: Come on, bro. i got the Benzema. Has to be, bro. Has to be.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, that-
2: what he's done, bro.
1: That is the right answer. I feel like yeah. there should be n- no debate here. But uh, mm-hmm. Salah, dude, Salah is going to get it, I feel, next year. This, his performances and stuff that he's had this year, f- great. For Egypt, though, I mean, he is he's doing well now in AFCON. He's, he's going up against uh, Senegal, and uh, he's going up against his boy Mane. So that, that is well done. Good, good GGs for that. But – I think I think uh, Salah for next year. I think he's definitely in the in the contention in the running for that. But dude, it's got to be Benzema,
2: man. It's got to be Benzema for sure. Hundred percent. Dude, in the same year he comes back to the French national team and puts in the performance he did. I think everybody remembers his finesse goal uh, from the like, I don't know, like twenty five out from like an like crazy angle, bro. Um, you have to say it's Benzema, bro. I yeah, mean, man. he's probably in the best form of his career at a Crazy. Real Madrid that's, that's rebuilding, bro. You have to take that into account too. And, uh, his impact, not only, uh, in his personal stats, but his leadership towards Vinicius jr. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard some of his quotes lately. He said, Hey, listen, I knew Vinicius with this type of player early on, and he should have been, um. Making this same type of rise earlier on in his career, but I've showed him things in the attacking third. Uh, I've really spent time with this guy, and look what he's producing now. you can't say that he's trying to take credit you you say that's facts, bro. Um, yeah. so for all those reasons, man, it's got to be Ben's mind. you know it it's so competitive, especially even in FIFA, like I feel like it, it matters to a lot of different people who selected for this um so I mean, he's playing one of the best years of his life, so of course, man, of course that's for sure, bro.
1: Yeah, man, I love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, what you got? What you got for uh, in case you missed it? Hit me.
2: Okay, perfect. Um, ben, should I play it on my phone real quick so we get a I got vibe you with it. All right, perfect. Introduce perfect, perfect. it maybe
1: a little bit, or uh, you want me to just play it?
2: Yeah, guys. So basically, um, right now, of course, as always, Arsenal. Uh, they got a documentary coming out. Arteta, uh, is very similar to Oli with the ups and downs that they're having right now. So right now, I would say Arsenal maybe are still in a high. So I just want to Ben, I want to get your opinion on the question that's going to be proposed in this video. So this is from AF uh, TV, Arsenal TV. Um, And it's one of their main spokesmen and he kind of says his opinion on what he thinks uh, for a potential contract renewal for Arteta. And I want to really dive into their season, their results and uh, get down to the nitty gritty about what we think about how, how is Arsenal doing this season, like how should we judge it? Uh, So yeah, let's get it.
0: I've got Sky Sports news on and they're saying it's been reported that Mikel Arteta is to be offered a two-year contract extension. And I must admit, when I heard that, I actually dropped the, the, <laughs> what I was holding at the time. I think it was like a tablecloth. Or something. But anyway, I was like, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought, but, so then I uh, got hold of my phone and started scrolling through. And then, yeah, lo and behold, yeah, there were stories to that effect by reputable news outlets. Yeah. Um, and I must admit, that, I don't know about you, but that came as a complete shock to me when I heard it. In fact, I think I did contact you later that day, didn't yeah, I? And yeah. I said, have you heard that as well? And you was like, you were pretty upset about it. Yeah, me. I wasn't happy. I mean, happy. and I just thought, listen, and this is no like direct diss to Arteta, but I, I'm just being straight up like, where did that come from? Like, you know what I mean? Why? That's what I was asking myself, because it's not like we're currently going through a golden patch of form. So okay,
2: like before, I open this up to you, Ben. I, f- I feel like the media shift and I feel like there's a big divide between Arsenal fans about super pro Ateta and then super out or super give them more time, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the media has really uh, been really like positive towards Arsenal, like all outlets about their performances. I think because the expectations for this team is so low or has been for the past few years, like they're getting more leeway because uh, if let's say, you know, a Chelsea United uh, we're in the same position, and they are now. United is, and look at the look at the grief that they're getting. Granted, their signings are different, but Arsenal were the biggest spenders. Let me remind you, uh, mm. this past summer, but they're not under the same type of criticism. So I want to I want to hear from you, Ben. Is that warranted? How would you rate their season so far? How would you rate Arteta? And I know this is like an ongoing conversation, but it really changes like every day.
1: January was not a good month for them. No, it wasn't. But credit to them, man. From from starting off on the bad foot. And and then, you know, starting the new season anew with, uh, with that Tottenham win, I think that really sparked their season. I think this contract extension is a, head, a bit of a head-scratcher because why? Like, why do they need to do that now, you know, if that's being reported and that's if that's really going to happen? You know, we're mid-season, they're mid-season through. Let them finish the season and see where they end up. And then you can discuss that because exactly the same thing happened to Ollie. This past summer, they gave him a new contract extension, which was a head scratcher for a lot of Man United fans because the bill was still out on Ole. And uh, and I think <laughs> congratulations to Arteta once once, once again, I think, <laughs> for outlasting all – getting the, the the trophy for outlasting all the managers, unexperienced managers <laughs> between, <Right>. Ole, between <laughs> Ole Lampard. I really thought Ole was going to stick through it and make it pass after Arteta, but – but damn, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, so, uh, that 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 being said, with that contract extension, even more pressure was added on Ollie, You know, especially with the signings right. that he brought in, with with uh, Champions League Varane coming through, Cristiano Ronaldo, and then Sancho being like the big summer signing that uh, that they've been waiting for. Um, the pressure just build up. And I said that. I said that in, in one of the beginning of uh, pods last year when uh, when the season was kicking off. I was like, it may be unfair to say now, but I think Ali is going to be uh, – Job is going to be in serious threat now because of all the pressure. Now they're title contenders. Look at look – at, flashback to Newcastle when they won with, uh, with Ronaldo's debut, sitting atop of the league. Man, they sold us this dream. <laughs>
2: right. And all that all that went to shit. Okay? Dude, so Dude, let me pause you for a second. I love how I asked you an Arsenal question and we are exclusively I know. Men. I know, but you, <laughs> but
1: you but you but you brought it up. You you put the comparisons between no, all and, and I'm and, just and,
2: joking, brother. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's coming though. It's coming. My I'm getting to Arteta <laughs> now, okay? Now, now you look at Arteta, okay? You look at Arteta okay. and he is he's the one in the top 6 that you could say is the least experienced now. Look at Tottenham. They got mm-hmm. Conte. Man United, they signed an interim manager in Ragnick, but he is experienced. He's got a, a well CV, You know, maybe not with a top flight club, but he was, he was, picked, he was picked to be the interim manager for Chelsea last season, but he, re, he, he didn't want it because he didn't want an interim job. He wanted something a little bit more long-lasting. So he took the Man United job because he's got a two-year consultancy afterwards. So ragnick has got Shit. a resume, right? You got Klopp, you got this usual suspects, you got Pep, you know, and uh and uh, and you got uh who would say more, another top flight manager in top 6 Joey, um, I'll Oh,
2: I'll blow your mind with this, but instant impact, the guy that I rate so highly, Stephen uh, Jarrett. Stephen Jarrett and of course Brendan Rodgers too. Um, I got to say Brendan yeah, Rodgers he, cuz he's
1: yeah. I mean, he's been he's been he's he's been coaching for for
2: good the size. Consistency, consistency for him is And Steven Gerrard
1: has paid his dues. You know he has paid his dues. He went to Scotland, right? He won it with Rangers, and he coached at the youth level. He not not just
2: that, yeah, not just that he went to Scotland when Celtic were on their tenth year of winning the league in a row, right? And he stopped it. He stopped it. That's just think about the gravity of that. And and in Scotland, it's very difficult to change uh, the momentum of one of those teams. Yeah. for nine for nine consistent years, bro, cuz there's not a lot of money that goes into the league, so it's very hard to take that back over and they, and he did that. That's remarkable, man. So, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It it
1: shows though, it shows that they they really favor Arteta, you know, Edu itself himself not being, I guess, as experienced as as a you know, the man to do that job to to really give faith into him, but it has showed fruitful in some periods. So, I feel like there's a double standard with Arsenal. You're either gonna—I think that's why there's been that leniency with them. Either you're gonna be yeah. like, "Oh, it's amazing," because they—they they have all the youth, they have all the bringing up, all these young signings, and it's a different way, a different way. I—I I think I think that's respectable, you know. That's respectable for that to do that way, because right at that same point, you don't have that same amount of pressure as you would like a Man United who signed Ronaldo, Agreed. Champions League winners. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's a different it's a different mindset that you have with Arsenal and then maybe as a fan, it could be you could you could take it a little bit lighter if if you're not if things aren't going your way because you can always say, okay, you know, next season, these guys in 2 3 years, these guys are going to be prime of their life, you know?
2: I think they, I think you hit it on the head is that yeah. every every time I look at Arsenal and I see this young team even before, right? Even when they were in the Champions League, it's like this guy's going to be incredible in 3 years. But guess what yes. happens in 3 years? They go to Barcelona. They go they, mm-hmm. they 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 always lose their top talent. Um so Ben, in the, the most recent transfer, uh the guy from Florentina, uh how do you pronounce his name? Is it Vahalic? Dusan Vl- uh, Vlahovic. Vlahovic. right? So this is kind of linked <laughs> with, right? they always seem to be linked with these huge players, but I can't remember the last time they actually nailed one down. Um, but this is my biggest gripe with Arteta. Maybe I would say this is probably his biggest mistake that he's made. Uh, is the fact that now a is on exile at Arsenal, right? So you're your top earner, your captain of your team. Something happened there where there was a breakdown. Um and he you you can no longer select him. You've made him an example just like you did Ozil that his time at Arsenal has expired. And so when you on the pitch is one thing, but equally as important is manage your players off the field. So why did you get in a situation where you either made the player an ultimatum if you go and do this or if you do this, um, he's no longer in the team. So and I look at Arsenal, who's desperate for a striker now, and Obama Yang is a proven Premier League goal scorer, you can no longer select him for big games, and it's really hurting them, uh, especially in January. Now, Grant, there's of course there's circumstances to this. Yeah. Maybe he did something out on his own. I understand that, but if you look at Pep Guardiola, when the Man City's managed a different way where these players You know, Phil Foden when he got in trouble with Greely's, right? It's managed kind of behind the scenes and they're back in the team in one or two weeks. Aubameyang was so dragged out. It's like – and there was so much unknown to it that it actually caught more attention that way in the media. Oh, what happened? So like even even him managing his own media within Arsenal, they just got it wrong. You're in a situation now where you're paying a player – the most at your club, and you can't even play him. So that, mm-hmm. for me, was a huge mistake. And you don't see this type of mistake at other clubs unless it's for a plain reason. Eden Hazard doesn't play football at Real Madrid, although he scored a big goal uh, this past weekend. Um, but he doesn't play because he's not he's not playing well. All right? A bumming is a player that you need to play well for Arsenal. So for me, that's a mistake from Arteta. And it's back to what you're saying, Ben, about that CV, right? Maybe if he has more experience with this type of players, managing the players as they get older, because it's a different it's a different type of man management. And you're seeing that same struggle a little bit with Ronaldo and Ragnik um, when he was pulled off the pitch too. You have to be able to manage players like that and make yeah. them understand what your long-term goals are. So he missed it. He got an L for that. Um, and so it's it's really difficult. But for Arsenal, so I, I saw this tweet and I gotta I gotta read it for you. Okay. Um, so this is Arsenal in twenty twenty two, five games, one goal, three red cards, two cup <laughs> exits, plus we played well for thirty minutes against City. And I'm not doing that To be like To be negative towards Arsenal But why would Why would Arsenal choose this time To renew Arteta's contract Just doesn't make a lot of sense If it actually goes through And the fact that You know he's in good graces With management Because he was in America uh, Talking to the American owner uh, Very recently So it's (laughs) There's there's a lot of odd things going on And I know the club's vision For them like Is okay We want to be competing again That's what our fans want We're sorry for Joining the Super League Um, But you know Until we see Some type of delivery On the pitch Look at Newcastle Coming up now too bro Who's the Who's going to get the short end of the stick with Newcastle's money? Man.
1: It's,
2: it's going to be Arsenal. It's going to be Leicester.
1: Bro. Um,
2: it's insane. It's insane. I, so, And uh-huh. I, only, I only pick on Arsenal because they've been slipping for a long, long time now. Um, so it's a huge job, a lot of pressure. But um, Arteta, man, I don't know. I, is he doing a good job? I don't know. Is he doing a bad job? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. It's to be determined, but it. it's a tough man. It's, it's really tough for him and that, that situation for the club. The other point, Ben, and I don't mean to drag on, was, dude, Arsenal's not in Europe. I'd expect them to do better this year. They're not, they don't have to pick a squad for Europe and to travel. Like I expect mm-hmm. them to do better this year knowing that, bro. And now yeah. they're in a situation where they've loaned out players, they thin their squad, and they can't even field a team for a Premier League team, bro. I'm not buying it, bro. It's mismanagement really there weird. right now.
1: I yeah. would also like to add, too, that they didn't have a lot of Europe – like Europa Euro players that went to the Euros, they didn't have any guys like were like hung hung over from the Euros.
3: So good point. Another
1: reason, another reason that squad was fresh and ready to go, and why they went on that, that that tremendous run. And um, dude, a lot of things is fine margins for that team, bro. A lot of team, a lot of for a lot of games yeah. in the Premier League season. Look at you know United win one zero this weekend against West Ham, ninety third minute. And it's a completely different like feel for Man U getting being in top four, um, as things stand, you know. And and if they would have tied that game, they would probably would have still been seventh. So, a lot right. of things could change. Good in point. One or two games, fine margins, three points. Like look at last season in the top four and the way it finished. It came down to the last game of the season between Chelsea, Leicester, and Tottenham. And yep. it was a matter of points, dude. Matter of points, goal differential. So every yeah. game is going to count. Um, dude, for one thing, for our, our last thing I would say in Arteta, and I think I want to go into top four in uh, predictions, or not predictions, but like how, how what do you what do you see um, the outlay? Is that like, at least with Arteta, dude, There's there's definitely like a plan. You know, I could definitely see that. Into into play, dude. Against Man City, they were amazing. First half, dude, they had right. them, and then yeah, well, red cards. Things just we, things the, just, wheel,
2: the wheels fell off.
1: The wheels yeah. fell off, and as soon as that happens, it's like, oh man, typical Arsenal stuff, you know that like <laughs> the, right. almost things like the gods are against them. The the either the V A R yeah. gods, the ref gods, something is up with that <laughs> that club. But um, again, fine margins. Yeah. At least they have a plan, and it looks good. A striker, yeah. If they find somebody this window. Vlahovic uh, doesn't look like it's going to be him. Isaac seems to be nah. Alexander. Isaac seems to be like a rumored link, which uh, I'm a big fan of. I liked him in the Euros. I think he would be a big, a, a good fit for him, uh, and for and for Arsenal, the way he plays, I like. Uh, he he's got some tiki taco to him. He's got some finesse moves. Apparently, he's a big fan of TT Henry, So there's that
0: uh okay.
1: yeah and and then i don't know what he was i think Dominic Covert lewin but
2: and uh david the canadian player and uh Jonathan david yeah, no. dude, yeah yeah Jonathan i think david. he might be
1: more of a summer link i think he might go to psg that dude
2: um but anyway i, I would i would say for arsenal probably jovich is a player that i'm trying to create a link to arsenal so I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, that guy needs to yeah. prove himself too yeah like, what happened to him he does Dude, I read a quote uh, recently that he that he said um, he was like, listen, when I came to the club, they said, hey, you know, Benzema came at your age and he's been at the club for 10 years. Do you want to oh. be at Real Madrid for 10 years? And he was like, yeah, I would love to learn and reach his <laughs> level one day. And I, it, it just made me laugh because he's nowhere near that, bro. When Benzema came in, it was an instant impact. But, instant, dude, it's, huh? all about, it's all about confidence, finding the right culture, avoiding yeah. injuries. He came in with all of that. And uh, you really have to immerse yourself in the culture too of where you play. So, he, you know, I think that initially there was a language barrier. I don't think he simulated well with some of the teammates. So, there's so many different factors that I've read. Uh, but he needs a new start. He does. I think that's one of the players we're looking to get rid of um, this transfer window, speaking of transfers. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. It's, it's going to be really interesting. Um, and then Arteta. So, like, I just want to leave it with this. He, as many downs as they had, they've also had ups. You know, they've won the FA Cup. Um, But my point is, I don't see a progression um, to the next level under his management. I just see this stagnant up and down. Um, At least right now, that's what I've seen. And I don't think it's the players. You know, I think if you look at the example of Conte, if you look at he makes players right. Lukaku was shit for United, right? But he goes to enter and he changes form. I haven't yeah. really seen that type of turnaround. Uh, who has he type
1: improved? Of, type of thing. Who?
2: Yeah. Who? Who has he improved? That's exactly Sokka? right. So, you know, Saka is a young player though, bro. He's. I feel like he he is down to his talent and that boy's natural talent. Like I don't know if Arteta would have. You can give him Smith credit Rowe? for his success. Smith Rowe too, man. That's the guy who came through the academy. You know, like. Mm. Odie? I think he 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 deserves the minutes as he's getting. Arteta has given him that. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, there's just so many questions questions with Arsenal still. All like always, so many questions. which, but. which we're gonna get answered with that doc.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be so good, man. So That's good, man. Be, so it's good. Gonna be incredible. Yeah.
1: Not for not for banter reasons because there isn't any. I mean, th- I no. think like like we said before. I think I'm excited to learn about. Arteta, about everybody from this club. I think Saka is going to be a favorite of everybody's. I think that dude's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he seems like he has a good personality. David <laughs> <laughs> Smith Rowe, I can see them joshing around. I want to see Obama Yang late. What happened? Yeah, dude, <laughs> oh, me too. Also, dude, I want that dude to get better. I want that dude to get better. He, got, he had COVID. Some heart mm. problems have been found out with him. So, Obama Yang, get well soon, man. So, I, yeah, I want to see that absolutely. dude back, back on the pitch with confidence uh, and uh, regain some form. Maybe maybe he goes to Newcastle sometime.
2: That would, that would be wild. Dude, I heard, I've heard i heard it's crazy. I've heard Bonatelli to Newcastle. He's got called up to the Italian national team again. Mario <laughs> oh, Balotelli. Bonatelli <my> <laughs> back in the primary. Yeah, dude. Li- oh, what? Dude, they're, they're linked with everybody, bro. It's That's insane. amazing. It's insane. Yeah,
1: it's insane.
2: Um, Any more yeah, good links you've heard? Yeah, bro.
1: Any more good links? Some good deals already happened. Good
2: links for big players.
1: I want to talk to you about yeah. link deck, about Real Madrid for a second.
2: Okay. Speak to me, brother. Okay. Uh, about the one you sent? Oh, the Brazilian kid? Yeah. Endrick? We got nine for Brazilians. Yeah.
1: Dude, why is it every top Brazilian young link? Madrid's like.
2: We're first two, bro. Dude, dude. <laughs> look at the lineage, bro. Look, look at it. It the all... age, just like mm. <laughs> get out on a credit card. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, no, no, man I, I, I love that's... it, I
1: love it, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Casemiro, Militao, Brazilian links all over the place. Now, not, not that way. Ronaldo. yeah, I'm talking about um Erling Holland, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The plan is to get him at Mbappe in Holland uh this summer about Mbappe Jesus. for free. Holland, we, we put down the the figures that we would have had for Mbappe. We got to save that because they didn't sell. Um, so we have the chance to do the double. And, dude, I really feel like once he's going to wait for this, I feel like once Mbappe signs officially, he is a free agent this summer, mm-hmm. uh, He, you will hear Erling Holland is coming because, dude, that guy wants to win, bro. That guy's mentality is insane. And imagine this, Vinicius Jr., Mbappe, and Holland. That's a galactic Coast spin We're fucking Guaranteed. back,
1: baby guaranteed triplet trophies every season. I'm just kidding. Could, could, no. you, could you imagine though?
2: That'd That's amazing. Insane. What happens
1: to Benzema yeah. though? What happens to Benzema? Let me ask you that. If that so, happened.
2: Benzema, if I've been saying this maybe for like two years, see the guy is getting older, man. He's played a lot of minutes this season. I think he's one of our most, um, yeah, he's, heavily used players. Yeah. he's starting to get injured too. So I think he'll have a role to play in that team. A hundred percent, bro. Um, and I think, However, they want to set up the formation. We might even play with two strikers. You don't know, but Benzema, mm-hmm. I think he maybe has one more year for his leadership, maybe two if he's lucky. Yeah. Um, but you know, Real Madrid with older players, we don't tend to renew their contracts. So, Ugh, although Benzema, yeah. Benzema's dude, it's an end of an era for him. But I mean, the way he's performing this year uh, is remarkable. I just don't, I don't yeah. know how many years he has left. But he'll be, he'll be in the club. I want to say maybe one more year for a leadership role. If not, dude, I think he, he came and he accomplished everything that he meant to. Unbelievable player. Yeah,
1: Real Madrid do know when to like offload players at the right time. It is kind of sad though what happens, you know, when Casillas, mm-hmm. Raul, for example, even even say like Ronaldo could have had maybe another two years, maybe with Real Madrid. Um, so, it, so uh, I just want to see really- a happy ending with Benzema. Either it would be a
2: trophy, perfect scenario, you know, type of thing
1: with uh, with the Champions League or something in his
2: pocket. So what I think too. And I agree with you, Ben, the fans have always been overly critical as well as upper management like Perez. But if you look at not necessarily the treatment of the players, but the way that Man United and their staff is idolized, especially that, that famous class with Gary Neville Beckham, they're still at the club, right? Lo- kind of look at like, the state of the club right now with united it's like oh let's give them you know these players we're gonna love them forever they're legends we're like get out and get new players in and i think that yeah. helps us with the winning mentality is that the club is bigger than any one player and when it's time to move on it's a clean break for us we cut ties you don't really see them back at the club with the exception <laughs> of the don uh <laughs> who's a Who's a legend. <laughs> um, but oh, even real, it's,
1: it's so cutthroat. I love it though, but I, I know what you mean. Even
2: even the end of Ronaldo's career, he was getting and booed no, at We're, we're fucking winning, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, you're not performing, we're out. We don't win, <laughs> you're out. Um, Dude, it's it's fucking Madrid's, ruthless. Though. Yeah, it's yeah, ruthless. Yeah, class player, bro. Dude, class player. Um, huge cup gold too, man. Um yeah, dude, it is ruthless, but it, it, I think there's a there's a reason for it. Maybe behind the doors we're missing maybe like a goodbye party that you don't mm-hmm. get to see. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Something. Give me, something. A, give me the ovation, you know. Give me like a
1: ceremony, yeah. like a last game, you know. Like yes, that
2: something thing. like that. Oh. But you are correct <laughs> in, it, in that saying. it is fucking ruthless. It's you're done. Get out. Even with a guy like Ramos, you know.
1: Ramos, <laughs> so. oh, that one hurt. That one hurt, mm-hmm. man. That one hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and you guys play him? You guys played him. PSG, Real Madrid. We'll preview that later on in a different pod. But yeah, uh, for sure. So much yeah. cheese. <laughs> so much backstory <laughs> to that
2: right?
1: one. Oh man i i think that was the, that's the big rumor that i'm waiting for in the summer but arling holland did come out and say that like dude Dorman's kind of pushing me and they're like telling me like i gotta make a decision now and uh, i want to play football which is like a weird scenario because usually it's like the other way around mm-hmm. you know where mm-hmm. it's like uh the player wants to leave and the clubs are like, no, no, no. like, we want you to play, but he's <laughs> the club. Apparently the, the, the dormant directors are like, no, we need to make a decision now. So like, you got to, right. Apparently this is all, this is all coming from Holland. And then like the dormant directors were like, no, 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 no. that's not what we said. But, um, uh, so yeah, we, we, we might hear from, from, from Holland soon on where his next destination might be. Real Madrid, top of the list, Man City, top of the list. Surely, Bayern, sure. Bayern Munich. I think also up there as well. Um
2: whose favorite in yeah. your opinion been to go to Man City, Kane, or would you put Holland in that conversation as more of a favorite?
1: They missed the boat with Kane. I think they I, th- they,
2: I, th- they, I think they're, they're doing an go, English
1: I, thing, bro. I think they're gonna go all out with uh although although uh Man City did sign that the uh, the new Argentinian kid, um, which I don't know his name, but it's it's from a guy from River Plate, apparently Aguero two point Did you hear about that signing? Alvarez. Uh, Alvarez from, I, from River Plate. He's been balling oh, out. I'm just going to
2: look up the name. So if anyone. Is...
1: Balling out, apparently. So uh, I.
2: I, that's I, I ter- kind of, in my opinion, that's a. T-
1: it's a Ferran Torres replacement, basically. No, you go ahead, brother.
2: Yeah, I mean, if he's really Aguero 2.0, that's the worst place he could have gone is Manchester City. That's a buy team. They don't develop players. Phil Foden is a, r- a rare player. And if he, Phil Foden wasn't English, bro, he wouldn't have made it through that team. So. I don't. I mean, for his agents and stuff to pull for him to Man City, there's so many better developmental teams like Ajax. Liverpool has a tremendous academy. Um, mm. The same thing. You just don't put yeah. big players, young young players like that, in big clubs. Look what happened to Odegaard with Real Madrid. Uh, that stuttered his potential. He's flourishing, I would say, at Arsenal, which is the right club for him. Um, but to put a player there, man, you're going to get loaned out several, several times. Um, so I think yeah, too I early. Surprised. Or Barcelona too has a tremendous academy. Let me see something positive about those guys. <laughs> um, and also, thinking, mm. I'm going to do another, and I'm going to do you another favor here, Barcelona. Uh, they're rumored right now to re sign uh, a sponsor for the jerseys. And we're talking mega dollars, Ben, mm. um, which would really give them some room to get out some financial trouble. Um, and I, I read about this sponsor that's like has green initiatives. They're worth like 500 million, something silly. Wow. Um, and they want, yeah, they want a, a huge investment into Barcelona. They're basically they're overpaying for the jersey rights just because they're fans of the club. Wow! Uh, so look for that as an out for Barcelona. So they're they're starting to do that at least some more wiggle room um, for them to get um, sort of out of debt and uh, get the debt collectors out. Uh, and so, then they
1: could sign Erling Holland.
2: Yeah, and then they can sign Erling Holland. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not, <laughs> dude. Um, speaking of managers, Ben, and I think this worth this is worth mentioning too is Xavi. Um. Everybody, there's so much banter about him being maybe the right fit. Obviously, his his uh, appointment is really early there. But I mean, mm-hmm. Barcelona's in a situation too where it's hard to come by good managers. And yeah. um, you know, Man United missed the boat on Conte, which I think was the right move to wait, give Ole a little bit more time. Arsenal kind of appointed Arteta too when there wasn't a lot of other good candidates. I'd say, and Barcelona's in the same situation too. So, man, these clubs right now, it's. It's very difficult, man, to find really good management, at least with the expectations all the fans have on these clubs to continue being like a legendary club. So it's difficult, man.
1: It's difficult. There's already been eight sackings in the Premier League. That's a confirmed stat. The record is 10 in a season. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Dude. I can, I, I can imagine Rafa Benitez um, has been sacked recently. They're looking for a new manager. Clutter Ranieri has been sacked recently. They're looking for their third yeah. manager in the season. I, I can imagine, Joe, I can imagine like a uh, European like Walmart and like they can have <laughs> all these managers like Ollie would probably be like a welcome greeter like, hey, come on, guys. You know, <laughs> like, like is like a checkout, you know, <laughs> Rafa Benitez so is good. Like serving subs and that's so good <laughs> well, poor guys man they're out of jobs they need a job
2: yeah and these are the type of managers that keep getting cycled around like oh you you need help sign me up i'm good for six months. you know what i mean like they're reusable yeah.
1: <laughs> i wonder who's gonna get the everton job i think there's a there's a uh, actually a portuguese guy that, that that's rumored to be um getting the everton job but I,
2: gosh Wolves you- 2.0
1: yeah I forgot something Victor Pereira. I'm not sure about him, but uh they're they're in a crisis club right now, but
2: um, Dude, the other guy um that I've heard the ex player might get the uh apprenticeship at manager um the big tall guy he's their current assistant coach I think he was under Benitez, too Duncan Ferguson name? yeah yeah he, he, that's he, the he, other guy yeah
1: yeah uh we i think we see we shall see with that one that's the yeah. managerial situation. Going on that at, at Everton, but uh, I think we covered Let up. Let me with just the say too, out.
2: what's up? So so sorry. Last last manager shout is look at the job Ancelotti did at Everton. Look at as soon as he <laughs> left the club's performance, and look at the complete turnaround at Real Madrid since he's appointed. I mean, people are talking like we could win the Champions League. We're 100% winning the league. That's what everyone's saying right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already won a cup competition. Like this guy, bro. He's just he just know he just has it, man. He just has it. So. I just wanted to mention that real quick. Joe <laughs> <laughs> got all
1: hot and bothered over there. Yeah, man, Ancelotti doing the yeah. thing fits like a glove. Um, I think I'm I'm pretty good with with uh, everything so far. I wanted to do yeah. a
3: since we since we
1: talked about a lot of all uh, positives here. Um, okay and managers what do you think what do you think of uh ragnick so far he's got 10 games under his belt in the in the premier league six wins three draws one loss um what, what, what are your thoughts so far on on their situation
2: so i can say what's apparent right now is he doesn't even know uh their best starting 11 i think he's working away around his team. So it's a 4-3-3 now is what he's – it looks like they've played that the past two games, might continue to play that formation. But my first impression of this guy was like I didn't know who he was. I understand that his CV is is brilliant. Uh, I know he's worked at some big clubs. I know that he's been like rumored to be like the father of the press, right? That's – he gave Klopp insight to that. Um, but as far as being a manager at United, um I don't know a lot about him. I can't say he's doing a great job at the moment. I'm kind of disappointed. Like that first half and like you called it too, been, it almost ended nil, nil. Uh, And the storylines would have been completely different. I will say the second half has been tremendous, but I like this guy because he's taking chances right now. And the younger guys, Um, there was the rumors about the dressing room at United being toxic. And, you know, so like Rashford has been on the bench for a while. Greenwood is this selfish player. um, And now we're seeing new faces. Um, So I, He's not scared to change things. I think he's trying to find the best formula. Um, I don't see them any different than how Ollie was managing the team, though. They're getting the same up and down results. I haven't yeah. really seen like a big change. This new, new formation, everything like that. Um, I can't say I've been excited about um, the way they've played. I think um, it's really difficult, man. It's really difficult for me um, to say that he's doing a great job or a poor job. I really don't know a lot about the guy. Uh, I don't. He hasn't really managed. Like I know he's been in the background of teams, but as far as like manage managers of the team, a uh, head guy, I don't know, man. I just when I look at Man United, I don't know if sacking ollie I mean, he, he ran himself out of results. He had to go, right? But I don't know if this guy's the answer. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't know if he's the answer. I yeah, no, yeah,
1: that's why he's an interim job. That's why he's there for just the yeah, fucking steer the the ship somewhere. <laughs> Hopefully, the top right. four. Yeah, yeah, and uh. Out of the candidates, uh, that everything that was that was that was happening, uh, I actually was impressed that they did this, man. I was, uh, I'll, they they weren't gonna get contact because they missed that boat, right? And uh um,
3: right.
1: the rumors with Pochettino was still happening, and they're still happening. But I was like, thank and God we didn't, we didn't do that. And Zidane, Zidane, I don't think wanted to take it. But I agree. Yeah, I think that the I, I don't think he would have liked the rain. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, and I think um, too, Ronaldo said the same thing, like he needs time, right? He needs time, it's yeah. so new. Yeah, so to develop so, his ideas. I don't like the, um, I don't know, man. I So in my head, the thing that I don't like, because I'm such a Ronaldo, uh, I'm just, he, for me, is the GOAT. Uh, I don't like when he pulled him, um, even though they were up at that game. I understand he's older, but I think that was a I don't know if it was a bad move, but I think like there should have been an idea of before that game. You tell Ronaldo, dude, if we're winning, uh, I need to rest you for this next game. Because when Ronaldo yeah. came off, he was furious. Uh and he made that that's not good for that's not good for Ronaldo, and it's not good for him, and it's not good for Man United fans, because it's it's taking the focus on off what should be the team performance so i was like see that reminded me of the juventus manager uh the ex chelsea manager when he used to pull him off sorry. and put it on debala sorry so i got immediate like this motherfucker like he's gonna start his war with ronaldo that's my impression this is what i want to say about this guy here yeah. comes the war with ronaldo and i'm pissed about that because it's like dude you have to find a way to put ronaldo in the team uh the team roy Keane will say that he's like dude ronaldo's a top player you have to figure it out uh, because you're better with him so like in my head right now it's like if this guy's gonna start a war with Ronaldo, if you're gonna start doing that stuff because it's for the like his answer, I didn't like either. He was like, "Well, I, I got to do be- what's best for the club, the vision, the goals." Like, bro, that's fucking bullshit, man. Like, don't that's bullshit. So that's how I feel. I don't like I don't like what he's done so far. Um, and I haven't seen the performance in Man U where I'm like, oh man, they're better. Like they're better. All he came in had an instant impact. Right now, I think you know, like you said, not getting the results. But I understand this guy's CV. He seems like a nice guy, but to be honest, I don't you rate see- him. Yeah, I see. I think he
1: seems to be like in a very, very difficult situation, and he—I don't think he knew exactly how hard the job was going to be. Uh, right. And and you see why? I think you see why Ollie had such a hard time towards towards that stint because of, of finding the perfect balance with the team, with sure. being able to, with being able to fit Ronaldo, keep him happy, but not just keep him happy, keep everybody else happy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. with Ronaldo, the the big stint, the big debate is 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 man united a better team with ronaldo that's been like the big the like debate i think that's everyone's been saying uh and he's pulling his own for sure the stats are, go with him he's pulling up you know 14 he's the top goal scorer of the season they wouldn't be in champions league without him he's won them so many games so far uh and you look at everybody else you know everyone between after ronaldo everyone else has you know rashford's the next highest goal scorer with 3 goals everyone else has like 2 uh, and I think Bruno's got most assists and things like that, and so you could you could definitely say that people aren't pulling their weight for sure and in, 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 in this team. And so what what Ragnar's job is, dude, is so tough, tough. The toughest job I think almost in the world right now is to I'd steer. I agree with that. That's to Without steer his man, yeah, his ship. And so with that, I think Ragnar is going to make mistakes. He, he's made them already with not with with not managing the Austin Villa game with With coming out with, uh, I think the wrong formations, and not because realizing that he this personnel and then not having the background staff to to back him in that, he couldn't get his backroom staff in time to I think, to prepare for a lot of these games. These games came quick and fast. and so pulling um pulling this a lot of this stuff has been, I think, like on the fly for him. So I think him having his interim job, an experienced CV manager who's pulled Hoffenheim. To the Premier League from like or to the Bundesliga from like Division Three, putting like Red Bulls like on the map. All this, all this stuff is great. And like structurally wise, you know, behind the scenes wise, I think he's a behind the scenes guy. And uh, that's what I, I was trying to
2: say. Yeah, bro. I
1: think that's what I, I I like about Ragnick is like he's that. He's definitely excellent with the press. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of of the Ronaldo <laughs> substitution either, especially with putting yeah. in fucking Maguire in. I was like, oh my god, bro. anybody anybody but Maguire. But I think Rashford yes. coming in for, for Greenwood was the other substitution that made the difference because, because Rashford needed a goal and he got that third yes. goal. So it was it was 3-0. At that point, he was able to like pull pull um I like what he did after that was coming go go because it justified kind of his substitution, you know. But I agree with you is that dude, he's he's gotta get Ronaldo on his side or else there's gonna be a yes. huge, a huge, a huge separation between the club. And then, and then drama in the background. You don't need that. So, man, management wise, right. he's got a fucking crazy job because so many players have been are going out of contract. Lingard, Pogba, Martial, Van de Beek has been unhappy. There's so many players that were like in limbo, you know. And there's so many players that want minutes, and so many players that were just so out of form. So many players that were injured. Uh, Vron kept getting injured, you know. Shaw has yep. been yep. getting injured. Aaron Basaka looks like a completely different player. Yeah, (laughs) the only two two players I think who have kept Man United up into what what, saving grace is De Gea and Ronaldo. I agree. And and everybody else needs to pull their weight. And then finally, I think this past two games, although it's been ugly, you know, you could say it's been ugly since all he's been there. Like the results between ugly wasn't beautiful. Like they were winning some games like nine zero, which is crazy. But there was a lot of times where they were saying like, "No, I'm not really buying this team." So exactly. I think with Ragnar, dude, he's he's got ideas which I appreciate, and I, I appreciate that he's he's trying them. He was brave, um, and he's gonna get he's gonna make mistakes. One of the key things that Ronaldo said in his interview, which I appreciated, was that in order to to make things great, you're gonna have to destroy some things. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the thing about Oli. I think he mentioned. I think that was a that was a that was an exact thing about Ole and probably the uproom staff. Like I think he knows some things about Man United coming through, where he came the first time around and coming this time around. It's so yeah. different, dude. It's so dude. different.
2: And just to piggyback what you're saying is you have a manager in Ollie who has the probably the best man management, right? Like he was, that was his thing, right? He could he yeah. knew how to manage players on oh, and off yeah. the field. Everyone's it was so like the tactics that like you could question them on, right? And now you flip flop. Now it's you bring in a tactical, maybe genius or a guy that really brings structure to a club, but he, yeah. it, it seems that at least right now you don't have man management, right? So it, each manager has their, their positive and negatives, but you're not getting both. That's my opinion on Ragnet. You, uh, what do you call that? In the fry pan and into the fryer, something like that, bro. Like, you, there's like a new fire there with United that they now have to put out. Yeah. Um, but like, you s- they need they need a little bit of tough love,
1: which makes you think, like, dude, Jose Mourinho was the guy to do that, but then he lost everybody in terms of backroom staff. Well, the problem
2: the yeah. problem with Mourinho is you cross him once, he will <laughs> yeah, never forget over. that, and it's he over. will re- he will get his revenge. Right. <laughs> yes.
3: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So I mean, dude, honestly, picking Jose Mourinho too, that was a ticking time bomb. Um, but he also won trophies at United. He did his job. Mm-hmm. And you can say that he was successful there, which other managers cannot say. So, dude, it's really hard. It's really hard to judge these guys so early on. We'll know at the end of the season, Ben. So, you know, if Man U doesn't hit that top four, you know, there's going to be a lot of question marks if Ronaldo will stay. Uh, yeah. If they'll get rid of this interim manager before then, Um, the, it's really like it's KG for Arsenal. It's KG for Man United. These are the two teams that have the most to lose uh, in the Premier League this season. It's going to be a hell of a finish. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it's gonna be insane. I mean, dude, if United don't make Champions League, bro, you, we're almost gone, bro. He, he doesn't have the time. He need, that's what he said in his interview too. He's not here to rebuild. He's here to win. So that's yeah. that's a tough situation. Yeah, um, dude. He's, it's
1: it's a it's a it's a, a weird, I think, yeah, scenario that I think that like he's he's definitely here to win trophies, and that's something that United haven't done in the past, you know, five yeah. years now. So it's ticking time bomb could potentially for that. To do.
2: Yeah. And one but, thing about, uh, yeah, the reason you need Ronaldo playing in his best form is this guy steps up in big games. He's he's, he is Mr. Champions league. So that's great that, you know, Rashford came on or Maguire came on for Ronaldo against, you know, fucking Brentford or Burnley, whoever it was. Well, you're in a situation where if McGuire's coming on, uh, in a big champions league game and you're taking out Ronaldo. You, you're, that's not the right move to make you know what i mean like you need you need him in the team flourishing because that's his career is to win trophies in the champions league that's what he wants the most that's what he's most motivated for so yeah. pissing him off in the premier league is not conducive for your long, your, your goal of winning trophies this season cuz premier league's out of there right like there's no chance no. So it's, now it's the champions league right that's the pressure that you're putting on this team so man yeah. it could get a lot worse or a lot better for united cuz imagine they get knocked out of the Champions League bro you know how pissed ronaldo's going to be he's going to be dude he's going to be – could you imagine him in training like showing up to training it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough situation like you said no. this guy Ragnar, toughest job in world football without a doubt it, it, almost an impossible job it's crazy anything could happen Yeah, um, so, I mean, dude, I feel like uh, we had so many facts today, like unprepared facts. Like, we're just talking football right now. (laughs) Like, we missed it. (laughs) Even touched on Real Madrid, Barcelona, the Chancers, and France, and PSG. Um, Yeah, man, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think what else in the Premier League. Uh, Oh, international break coming up. And I I know you wanted to touch on uh, a special Norwich player. Uh, So, if you want to give him a shout-out.
1: Yeah, so, switch gears. USA, we'll be playing three games. We got... El Salvador on Thursday, and then we got Canada, and then we and then we got Honduras. Three, three games, three biggest games uh, of, of, uh, of our qualifiers. Because guess what? Canada is first right now, man. Great. Dude. But the guy who made the big splash but didn't make the team was Josh Sargent this weekend. And uh, in, yeah. our, in our segment, we're going to call uh, Americans, keeping up with the Americans abroad is uh, Josh Sargent, dude, he scored a brace in like goal of the season candidate in the in that scorpion kick, did you see that?
2: I did see it, bro, but that was like, so I don't lucky. know if you can call that a, a scorpion kick whatsoever, more of a, like, this is the only way I can reach it. Uh, come on, come on. Yeah, he needed it, no, no, I'll no, tell you what though, no, he needed that goal, he needed yeah. that goal. Yeah.
0: Pookie pressing, Norwich have it back. McLean. Well, Kuki didn't get the ball he wanted, but he's got it back here. Oh, extraordinary from
3: Sargent, and it did cross the line. An astonishing finish via the crossbar. And what a vital goal it could
0: prove to be for Norwich. Well, the improvisation from Josh Sargent is absolutely magnificent.
1: And yeah. the USA chance that came afterwards. Beautiful. That was amazing. Bro. That, was, that amazing. was amazing. Goosebumps. I got goosebumps.
2: I did too, man. You Shades need the-
1: that. Yes. Shades of the yeah. Ted Lasso getting the chant, except it wasn't wanker. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. What a show, by the way. What a oh, show. Yeah, great show. Um, yeah,
1: that was beautiful. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, yeah, we man. got qualifiers that we'll. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about next time around. We're, we're not going to do a preview pot here, but that's that's my um, that's my USA abroad moment.
2: Yo, dude! And huge uh, shout out. So, just like a PS to this, is uh, DK, bro, making moves? West Brom. Okay, let's talk about West that. Brom, bro. Yeah. So, Ben, what do you think about this transfer? What comes? What are your initial thoughts? I think he needs to get minutes, and as
1: long as he gets minutes anywhere, bro, and starts and starts banging in goals, like he needs to get that confidence up before before uh, a World Cup year. Get back in the squad, make an impression. Wherever that may be, and it and it, I yeah. really want him to be in a side that's not struggling, kind of like you know, Josh Argent. Another that's to, what I'm saying. To flip this to another side, is Ricardo Pepe is in Stras- oh, fucking Osberg, Osberg in the Bundesliga. <laughs> excuse me, sorry, I almost said Strasbourg, Osberg yeah. in the Bundesliga, and they're a struggling side, dude. He's he's going to be yeah. working his ass off to try and get goals where he needs to be fed these these goals and like build his confidence. I'm not sure about that one, bro. I I really am not the, sure about that.
2: I think you hit the nail on the head, Ben. Uh we talked about we've had we have a really good episode about the USA men's national team like I want to mm-hmm. say we recorded it maybe last year. Uh and it's one of our highest listened to episodes. I think it's like it's it's Pulisic really King. high. Yeah, Pulisic King and we talked about before World Cup or even even as a player developing their form. You have to be, you have to get minutes on the field and you have to have talent around you in order to uh, kind of reach that next level. And you said it right there, Ben. He went to a struggling team. And this is the guy that, you know, we mentioned before like, man, it's really nice to have this guy that came out of nowhere. I would have preferred yeah. him at his age to stay in the MLS and bang in a shit ton more goals than go to a side where you're going to be starving. I think starving you're, you're for that. so right, man. So, dude, so it's really I hope scary. He yeah, me too. And I have the same um I have the same worries for DK too because West Brom, you know, okay, let's say they get promoted. You're in a situation too where you're the small fish again. So it's, it's, that's a really difficult move to make for any type of player. I think McBride was maybe one of the few in Dempsey who went to a lower team and still performed at a high, high level for Fulham, but they got the minutes. There was no question. Those guys were on the field whenever they were fit. So as long as they get that support, um, maybe from management, um, they could be okay. But those, dude, those are really, those are big gambles, bro. Those are huge gambles. So I, I prefer them. I prefer him go to like, you know, uh, a Bundesliga side or, or even um, the young guy. Uh, been in Russia. I think he plays in Russia for the U.S. men's national team. He's been rumored to go to the Premier League. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, Areson. Areson.
1: Brendan Areson. He's plays with uh, Salzburg, RB Salzburg, Salzburg in Austria.
2: Austria, yeah, thank rumored you. Rumored to go so, to Leeds. Le- so don't do that, bro. Stay where you're at before World Cup year. You don't need to make that gamble, bro. Your career, you start every single Cup? game out there. Yeah. Yes. Do it. Don't do it right now. Don't do it right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, there's no reason. Because, dude, you're changing your entire environment and you're going to a team that may or may not be relegated. They might lose to the manager. Those. That's, Dude, don't do it. And I think yeah. I think there's enough. I think his agent is good enough to steer him away from that for now. Not saying he won't be available in the future, but uh, that's that's a difficult form is everything in the game. It's, it's absolutely everything. So um,
1: Unless you weren't dude, getting minutes or something before and you're yeah. trying to go make a move to get minutes. I think right. that's a different that's a different scenario, but um yeah. and then you never know. I don't know. You never know with when these opportunities could come again. Like you what happens if they do go to the World Cup, right? And they don't mm-hmm. get the minutes that they were promised or something or and then Aronson doesn't shine. So there's that side. There's that side of that, that too. So I don't yeah. That
2: yeah. But well, I, mean, I feel like he's so already he's I feel already like he's already shining. shining. Like he can he only even if he gets hurt or – I mean, he's going to play at the World Cup. I mean, even if it's yeah. – he, he won't be in a USA Cup or a USA team where he doesn't look good. You know what I mean? That's his role yeah. for the team. Um, but, uh, dude, the other guy that's really had an odd season is Pulisic, bro. With his injuries, with um, Tuchel being forced to play him as a forward, kind of out of position. I've heard links that Barcelona are interested in signing bro. the player. Um so like you never want to hear that, especially at a club like Chelsea that's, you know, competing for the Premier League. Um and so much uncertainty there and the continuation of his injuries is starting to get really concerning. Uh, I think for the American fan base because uh he's in a situation where he's not getting enough games in or not having the same run of form that he had before. Um so I mean, what's your take on uh, like his performance at Chelsea, his his role now, his relationship with Tuchel? Um it's Man. kinda yeah. That's a little
1: hairy too, man. I want pull I'm on my Pulisic back. <laughs>
2: yeah, dude, I want my Pulisic
1: back too. I want my Gio Reno back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I want them all back, like starting now. Bro. We can't wait, bro. We can't wait. We got Mexico coming up soon. We need these That's guys in top form, bro. Play We play yes. them. It needs to be starting week in and week out. Yeah. What's wrong with you?
2: I mean, does he need a, does he need me to go over there, Joe, treat his hamstring? I'll do it. I'll dude, do I, it. I, I can say for a fact, Ben's one of the best in the business if you're recovering from injury. So yeah, dude, I, I think we should go to this stadium and hold up a sign. I can fix you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, is man. what you
1: need. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's all about confidence. It's all about confidence. It's all in about confidence, man. And game time. It's it's confidence in football. It's it's a it's a delicate thing. It, yeah. All year round, man. It's so yeah. it's so hard to get, and it's so easy to lose. And so well Pulisic said. just Pulisic just needs moments, bro. We need those moments, and it needs to build up, and it needs to happen consistently. Uh, yeah. Chelsea's been hit with the injury bug too, and so it's it's tough to say like who's their starting lineup. They have so many different starters. Chelsea's another job that's 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 um. Crazy hard to manage with all their star players and all their signings, you know, that they had. But mm-hmm. play them. God
2: damn it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Completely agree. Joey, I'm going to stop it because it's giving me a And if like he does war- go, Ben? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's giving me a warning that, like, I was just going to say, if- go ahead. Yeah, I got you. Okay.
2: I was just gonna say, Ben, uh if Pulisic, for some reason does decide to move, maybe after the World Cup, uh what's a good destination for him? Same league, different league? I'm just Ooh, curious. Like Let's start a new rumor. Just I like it.
1: Uh Bayern Munich doesn't need any players. But I could see him at Bayern Munich. They don't they don't need any I could see him do more there right? too. That's the thing. I could yeah. see him. I could see him line no. up next to. Kuhn. They have like, they mm-hmm. they got Naby now. Nah, they got too many players. I mean, Muller might be on the way out. I could see him.
2: Dude, that's actually a good shout, Ben. I'm gonna, dude, that's a good answer. I feel like he would like flourish at Bayern well. Munich and and with
1: trophies guaranteed. Dude, I, trophies. I feel like
2: he's fluent in German. I feel like that's the perfect environment for him as Back well. Back To Germany, um, and okay. their players don't get injured rarely unless they're super super old and they all get get,
1: ripped exactly i was gonna say if anything the opposite you'd see a a ripped (laughs) a ripped
2: yeah
1: i'm a dude i think we (laughs) wrapped up everything man we talked literally everything that we that we miss Mm -hmm. and more and i think what's to come so get used to us guys stay uh stay up on the socials we're we're on there everything find us
2: yeah, so we're really rested after three months uh, hiatus. <laughs> so we expect to do something. Me and Ben discussed this maybe two or three times a month at the very least. So yes. if you're looking for an episode next week, more than likely it will happen. If it does not happen next week, I'd say ninety-nine percent is going to happen the following week. So that's what that's what we're aiming for. Um, but when FIFA comes out next year, once again, <laughs> three we, month hiatus, we might be gone. We might be gone for three months, <laughs> depending on the game. Nah, but for uh, real, we can't. We're so excited to be back. We we're, we're like really motivated um, just to have fun with you guys and and uh, to have actually you know some guests on the show too. So we're going to do some cool things for you guys and. Continue continue to look for us on our uh social media outlets so we'll be there yeah, yeah man and we'll, we'll oh, try and, and stay- um yeah, go ahead i was gonna say if you haven't seen it uh you should make if you don't have tiktok you should ben put some hilarious video uh he did some <laughs> clap impression too it's actually really really funny even i don't even think you need a uh ben, put that put that link in the video i don't even think sure. you need a, a login for it yeah, but put some uh latest dude stuff. if you if you're looking for a laugh or something like that ben does stuff like that all the time so i mean uh <laughs> you should definitely add us on on tiktok <laughs> i had to i had to plug it hell yeah
1: all right boys yeah dude, stay real stay safe we'll see y'all next week maybe <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep see you next week hell yeah <laughs> welcome to the register report Today is Wednesday the 9th, and it's Joey B and Benny Fuentes back again uh, in record time for a new episode. Benny, how are we feeling?
1: I'm feeling great, bro. Full disclosure: this is round two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yes. We're, if you if you hear us a little differently, uh, don't adjust your audio sets. We are old school in it right now. We're on Anchor app. We uh, we usually we 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 pull our our pods through Anchor app. Uh, but we use uh, this other podcasting platform to do video and quality audio with their <laughs> with their blue Yetis and you know expensive mics and quality equipment and HD quality video. But now, now fuck that. We're gonna stick to we're gonna stick to our phones
2: here. Yeah, none
1: of that wants to work for us tonight.
2: <laughs> it's actually, I don't know why, but it's actually a lot harder um, to do it.
1: <laughs> Yo, know, podcasting is hard. <laughs>
2: No, but in all seriousness. So this is gonna be like a patch up episode, but it's still gonna be brilliant, let me tell you. Um we had a really good conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> From the past. Oh uh, but you know what's you know what's good too, Joey? You know what's, what's good up? is that we're present. <laughs> you know <laughs> we're literally we're, We said we were, we'd we're be back. We're checking in, man. We're ticking in. We're clocking in right now. That's what I'm trying to say. We're clocking in. (laughs) Present. half the battle is showing up, Joe, and I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You're so
2: right, man. You're so right. Um, Yeah, so... This is what we're going to do for the episode and what we had just done. It's going to be a freaking flame. Uh, but we're going to talk about South American football and how it kind of matches up to Europe. It's been a long time since South America has won the World Cup. So we want to really dig into that conversation. Um, so we got World Cup qualifiers, too, on the agenda. I think we're going to run through those pretty quickly. And then, of course, we're going to start off uh, the episode with in case you missed it. Uh, so, we're, dude, I'm so ready to have a good time, man. We'll run through these real quick, Benny, and... Uh, Yeah, man, let's do it.